Welcome back to Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast, brought to you by Big City Wings. Shout out to Big City Wings for sponsoring this episode. It's Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. Go check out their daily specials every day. Thank you to Big City Wings for sponsoring this episode. And also, thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com and check out their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com and at the Celebrity Mint on social media. So thank you for sponsoring this episode. As always, I am joined by the What We Learn Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. How we doing, bud? Great, man. We got to see four games of Jalen Green Masterclass. Uh, sure. Complete surprise to you, me, everybody involved. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel really good. Uh, if if we do end up moving on from Jalen Green, I'd be very surprised, especially after this last little outburst uh, that he's had. Uh, it would take God to remove him from my Rockets. I'm doing a full 360 or 180 on Jalen Green at this point. Shitted on him all season. I'm feeling great. Year three, Jalen is here, as the Summit Boy said. Uh, I'm loving it. How you doing, man? <laughs> Summit Boys, come here. I just, I just need to say something. Year three, Jalen Green started in October. It is January 31st. It's not the time to start saying this, all right? Boys, look at me right here. Summit Boys, I know you're listening. I know you're watching. Look at me. It's too late. It's too late to send that tweet. I love I love the enthusiasm. It's perfect. Shout out Jalen Green, though. Sure. There, there it is. There it is. Good for the Rockets. It's been a fairly uneventful few days in NBA basketball. We had, we had greatness with LeBron and Steph on Friday. Obviously, Luka Doncic scored 73 points. We had a lot of good things. Um, I mean, hey, the Mavericks came back down from like 20 against the Magic the other night. That was pretty sure. fun. Yeah. Um, but other than that, there there just hasn't been moments or anything big. No trades have happened yet. No, there was a little inkling today that the uh, Houston Rockets offered four first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges in the offseason, got turned down by the Nets, whatever. That's fine. Sham tweeted that one out today, January 31st, recording this on Wednesday night at 8.49 in God's time zone. Um, yeah, so nothing crazy. Nothing too crazy, except... Just put our tinfoil hats on real quick. Joel Embiid missed the Nuggets game like mm-hmm. 10 minutes before tip. They're like, mm, not playing. So then, of course, he has to miss the next game because got to make it look like he, he got hurt, right? There it is. Yep. Just tinfoil cap, all alleged. He then plays the next game last night, Tuesday night. I don't remember who they played, but he played 30 minutes, got dinged up a little bit. So he leaves the game, goes home. He flies home. They're on a road trip right now. So he's flying back to Philadelphia, not playing in the game tomorrow night. Back to Philadelphia for more tests on his knee. We're very close. Josh, we're so close. Oh, my God. I love it. Once the threshold gets passed, you're just going to be seeing bombs go off in our heads. And Mm -hmm. truly, truly, I feel so lucky that I get to witness this. Luka Doncic is, is your 2024 Kia MVP, not sponsored. I I'm so excited. Uh, man, he uh, he 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 he's he's stat padding really badly, and we've been talking about this halfway throughout the pod. But right. I really noticed it the other night. Uh, maybe it might have been last night. He he got the 30, 30 game thirty point streak still going. But yep. if you look at the game log, somebody said on Twitter. I, of course, you know I don't I don't have that many eyes. I can't see much. But what I did see on Twitter 
was that he was just getting point after point after point. They subbed him out, and they he, he was the, the team was up thirty, I believe, and he was still uh-huh. in the game. Five five minutes to go in the fourth. Finally got his thirty points. They subbed him out. When is this going to end? Seriously, Nick Nurse, you're you're a players' coach. I love that. I love that for you. Sure. At some point, something's got to give, man. It's just like he got dinged up in the game, made it to the thirty-minute mark of player minutes, and just uh, he got dinged up again. I mean, he's probably always been dinged up. He came in as a rookie, just like never played for three years. We didn't know if he was ever going to play. Played 31 games in his rookie season, much like Zion. And it's like, we don't know if this guy's ever going to be able to play over 30 games a season. Well, he has proved that wrong. He's back. He's coming back down to earth. He's a little bit older. So in the the 2014 draft, Andrew Wiggins, right? Yeah. Yeah, So 2014, we're on coming up on 10 years in the league. Wow. Well, he's only really played like six, seven, maybe. Yeah. He's always been hurt. He's always been injured, always been nicked up. I get it. If he gets that under the threshold of 65 games, he will not be eligible for any all NBA teams, which would be a shame because he is one of the two best, like two best players, three best players in the NBA right now. And he's definitely a top two center behind or in front of Jokic, however you want to put that one down. So it's a shame that he won't be, be able to make that. I'm just glad he won't be on the MVP ballot because that just frees things up for Luca and much deserved MVP. And he's only like half a point ahead of Luca right now in the, in the point standings uh, for leading score in the NBA. If we get down to 58 games, he doesn't qualify for the points or for the scoring title. This is an entirely different conversation we're about to be having if, and only if, I'm not gonna say when. I hate. I hate wishing bad things to happen to. Oh, yeah. Maybe not the greatest of people, but regardless, you know, Joel Embiid has never done me personally wrong, but he's done you wrong, and I just want to be there to support you once Luca does get that MVP and the potential scoring title, unless unless Shea just comes out of the woodwork and is dropping fifty every night for the next forty or right. so games, we're we're clear for takeoff. I mean, the 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 plane is leaving the tarmac right now. I'm really excited to see what truly goes down, and I love I, I loved the whole process at the beginning. But seeing how, especially the, the stat padding against my team, that's when I really, really knew something was up. And I've kind of just been keeping tabs on it every once in a while. And every time I notice something with Embiid, it's it, it's he stays in the third, you know, the, the the last two three minutes of the game, and they're up twenty almost every night. Which good for them. They they're winning games. They're they're in a Philly, outside of all of this, is still an elite team, even with their players hurt. Like I said, you, you saw Paul Reed score twenty eight the other night, which is awesome. Love Paul Reed, but dude, you're Joel Embiid. I loved the process. What happened? What happened to the man that I loved? Is he is he just ducking? Is he just stat padding? He is ruining my perception of the process. Maybe I don't know because he is the process. At this no, point. no other player is there left from the process. At None all. Of <laughs> None of them. Ben Simmons is gone. Julie Lowe before never made it. Michael Carter Williams only had a season. Like, it's just, it's gone. He is the process. He's what is left of the process. So, I, I, it's hard to say. It, the team's just different. They're better. They they don't have Absolutely. to, like, believe in their team in order to, like, think they're going to make the first round or the second round or even right. the Eastern Conference Finals one day. Like, that's where their hopes are now, and it's not like 
if we could just get one more lottery pick, then the process will like, then you can really go up from there. They've, they've already finished that process. It's a different team now. It's a different aura. It's a different era of the team. So it's, it's hard to say that the process is over. I just want this MVP to go to the correct per, uh, person because I've got some stats. I've got some stats here. Uh, Luka Doncic is the only player in NBA history to have more than one game with 45 plus points and 15 plus assists. He has two this season. Wow. 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 Another stat. Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks has scored or assisted on 239 points over his last three games. The only other player in NBA history to account for that many points over a three-game span is Wilt Chamberlain in February and March of 1962 with 246 and 243 in two overlapping spans, including his 100-point game. You're seeing greatness. Greatness personified to the max. I you can't compare anybody, man. It, Luca does. I'm gonna sound like such an old head. Luca plays the game the right way, and every time, <laughs> and every time I watch Luca, man, he is dishing that motherfucker. He he does everything right. And again, I hate to sound corny, but like it's true. If you watch Mavs games, I've been pretty tapped in the past month or so. What I've been seeing is just consistent, just ball movement. It, it, he's moving off the ball sometimes, which is strange because he's the big boy. But he, he's moving sometimes. It's pretty he's cool, man. And, you know, he has his spots, of course. He is one of the better, you know, quote-unquote ISO players that you can put him anywhere, guard anybody, at barbecue chicken every time. But he still Not moves. He's, he's top he's, five in wing defenders of wow. uh, advanced metrics this season. He's Ooh. like fifth in steals for wing defenders and all that. Yeah, he's playing defense this year for the most part. Good, good. I love for to the see most that. Part. I love to see it. I, I want to kind of touch back on what we were talking about a minute ago. You said the Sixers do have kind of that, that, that elite team vibe where you don't need everybody to be healthy during the regular season to still win games. But yep. I want to ask, who is your power friendship team this season? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, it's definitely not the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> friendship. I don't know. Like, I, I – Genuinely, maybe like the Bucks since they fired Adrian Griffin. They all banded together, right? <laughs> Just the pregame dancing and it's all cute. that the other day. I was like, all right, y'all, y'all are buddy, buddy. Uh, maybe Indiana. Yeah, Indiana I'm thinking either got to be Indiana or OKC or OKC is a good one. Yeah. It, it's almost teams that you know, maybe not they they might not have the direct star power, but everything works. And of course, Shea is a star. Tyrese is a star. Chet is becoming a star. Buddy Heald is a great player who still is running the burner. Uh, I saw a tweet yeah. the other day. And, uh, somebody said, why weren't you tweeting from 7 to 10 p.m.? He responded back, my phone died. Mm. So <laughs> great cover-up, Buddy Heald. Uh, you're, you're, doing, you're, you're doing great. It takes no investigative work to understand your motives, understand why you're tweeting. I, 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 just, I, I love it. Bring back the burners, man. At least KD yeah. was sly with it, you know? I like KD now just in the open, though. It's much, it's much funnier. Now um, he just quote tweets everybody. I love it. But yeah, I guess the vibes and the friendship stuff works when you don't have incredibly high expectations. While we do believe in OKC and do believe that they could be Western Conference Finals contenders, they don't necessarily have that expectation put on them just yet. Exactly. Next year, they will definitely be talking about it. But it's like right now, they're like, ah, Chet's a rookie. The Will- Jalen Williams boys, are they're still super young. Shea, Shea's the leader, but... 
he hasn't had that playoff series yet where he's got to go off and win a series by himself. We, we haven't exactly. had those things yet. We haven't had exactly. the expectations. We haven't had the experience. This will be the first year of experience. So next year is when those expectations will be put on those teams and then we'll see how they crack under pressure. So yeah, I think those two teams are a good choice. And obviously the Embiid Sixers, they have incredibly high expectations. They want to make the finals. They want to win the finals. Um, can't yeah. do that when you keep trotting out a guy that's been hurt pretty much all season. Exactly. He, he's got to get 100% at this point. Philly fans know it. Everybody knows it. Uh, if you want the team to go deep in the playoffs, fix what's going on. Don't yeah. don't straggle a guy out there who's you know even even 80%. You don't want an 80% player in the playoffs. You want 100%. And, man, abolish back-to-backs as well. We talked about this. And I, yeah. I even just the, – the, the yeah. workload in the NBA just – can y'all just play a game every other day, please? I don't like when there's a back-to-back and then four days off or three days off. Like, give me consistency, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you to Big City Wings and Celebrity Man for sponsoring this episode. Just wanted to give them a shout-out. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on Apollo HOU's YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. we got Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Play. We're, we're on all the podcast platforms, so if you haven't already, hit the follow or the subscribe button on all those places. Would love to have that. Would love to have the feedback. Hit a comment up on the YouTube if you want to yell at me or Josh for making fun of Jalen Green or Joel Embiid. Either or. Um, this next segment, segment is Trade Machine Day. We're back oh, yeah. with the Trade Machine. We cooked up two trades each. We got trade deadline here in a little over a week. February 8th, right? Next Thursday. Yes, yes. 1 or 2 p.m., I forget. Yeah, I don't ever remember what, what time it is, and I don't remember what just because they keep changing the time like every year for the last it seems six years they've changed the time that it ends so i don't i don't know what time it's ending but next thursday february 8th is trade deadline day while the big names have already been moved there's still little pieces and little uh little trades that could happen so do you want to kick this off or you want me to throw one out you you know i'll i'll get mine out of the way because i know there's going to be some type of propaganda Uh, i would just like to to start it off i would just propaganda I would love to start this off. All right. Let me give you. Let me let me give you a, a, a situation. Let me give you a visual. I'm you got a man show. who is. You got a man who is sometimes, as you say, on crack. Yes. Tim Hardaway Jr. from the Dallas Mavericks. That would be him I have, on crack I have all the time. Him being moved to the Brooklyn Nets, and of course, four, three, however many draft. I, I I saw it was twenty twenty five to twenty twenty seven. Let's just call it that. It might take four. It, but what it is would called? be 27, a pick swap, and 29. Okay. 25 will end up going to the Knicks if the Dallas Mavericks make the playoffs this year. Mm, okay, okay. Good to know because Real GM okay. did not tell me that. So thank yep. you for that. We'll call it two first round. Let's maybe say two first round picks, another player. Going to the okay. Brooklyn Nets for Mikhail Bridges. Kyrie and Luka need that third healthy, fun option. Like I said, Mikhail Bridges is the epitome of health. Has he missed a game yet? He played 83 games in a season? I mean – the he just is, will never not play. He's he incredible. is incredibly healthy. I've never seen anything like it. Like I said, he he is the Cal Ripken of of the NBA, the modern NBA as we know it. I mean, of course, much smaller sample size, and I don't think he'll be playing twenty two, however many years it was in the NBA. No, God, sure. God willing, sure uh, who knows? But that's my first trade. I would love to. I and I would just love to see a healthy third guy. You know, I assume let let's say let's say all the pieces work out. Kyrie gets healthy for the playoffs. Luca stays healthy. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you know. Of course, Luca's missed a couple games this year, not on Embiid's level, but no. he'll be fine for the playoffs. I I would imagine and love to see Kyrie healthy. 
uh, Dwight Powell, that terrorist, get him off of that team. Uh, longest tenured Maverick found have that you, out recently. Have you seen an image of uh, Dwight Powell recently from the last game? The glasses, the glasses the, he's wearing. The goggles is uh, incredible. Yeah, he's a cornea scratch or something like Ooh, that man. right now. Ooh, speaking of getting hit in the face, Mac Kleba just got hit in the face by uh, Rudy Gobert. Ooh, yikes. COVID boy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, COVID man, COVID man. Yeah, that's him. Uh, yeah, I, bring back the goggles. Scoot Henderson looked sick. Remember that? That was, that was a fun one. With the tall oh. socks, too. He just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the 70s and 80s and call it a day. Oh, yeah, He's dude. I love player. that. I love... I love. I, 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 we need to bring back the, the, the short shorts, the the goggles, the the punching, the, the throwing. Yeah. Know, the, sure. Sure. They'll just bring it all back at once. But going back to my trade, man, I'm seeing Mikhail Bridges look great in blue and white. Truly, like the more I think about it, I'm gonna be real because we I texted you about this earlier, and you were you were very happy to hear that. Yes, I'm, I'm contributing to your propaganda using a very uh, not suitable for work uncut mm-hmm. gems reference. I saw mm-hmm. the movie nine times in theaters. By the way, sick, sick as hell. Um, it's a great movie. Don't know how I fit nine times in two and a half months, but, but I did it. I did it as a broke college student. I still found the time and the money. Uh, Mikhail Bridges being in that Mavs uniform, man, being that third guy. And still not necessarily getting rid of much of your quote unquote core, even though there isn't really much of a core with the Mavs. It's kind of you have Luca and Kyrie, you have some Derek other Lively. people. You have you have Derek Lively, sure. Uh, I'm not seeing many vibes from that team other than the the. It's very top heavy. That's what I'm trying to say. So you add Mikael Bridges in the mix, clearly a better player than Tim Hardaway Jr. I love it. I I I need that. Inject that in my veins, please. I, I am so down. Mikhail Bridges um, giving me slight Michael Finley vibes. Ooh, deep cut. Like, That's a good one. He's like Michael Finley to Dirk, Mikhail Bridges to Luca, that kind of thing. I, I don't know. I, he's oh, a little yeah. bit taller. He's a little bit more athletic than Michael Finley, but Michael Finley was a big 3 and D guy. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Just give me the good vibe. But the, I like throw that. on a number four Dallas jersey. Cop. I don't know. Cop. I'm not saying Hall of Fame, but I'm not not saying Hall of Fame and a championship. <laughs> I love that. Uh, please bring some more propaganda, man. We this is a Mavs podcast after all. <laughs> I'm down. You, you want me to throw my first one at you? Please. Hmm. So today we learned that Kyle Kuzma's asking or the asking price from the Wizards of Kyle Kuzma is not two first round picks. They feel like it is much lower than what it is they threw that out there to see if anyone would bite obviously no one did because Kyle Kuzma is not worth two first round picks um so the Washington Wizards are going to trade Kyle Kuzma and Daniel Gafford center under contract for a hot minute four years and three years uh sending them down to the Dallas Mavericks of course here for Tim Hardaway Jr. Grant Williams Josh Green and a first round pick probably the 2027 first round pick hmm you get a Josh Green young player that can still be developed, and maybe maybe it's just he needs a new situation, needs to go somewhere different in order to get some more touches and and figure that out. Grant Williams, see ya. Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, half the time, see ya. The other half the time, maybe I miss you. I don't know, but sometimes when you're on crack, that it's more fun. But it you haven't been on crack in a minute, so you know. <laughs> I mean, he did score 30-something against the Magic, and it just looked awful the entire time. I was just like, how does he have 30? Either way, Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford, so you get your backup center or starting center while Derek Lively is out with a broken nose. Thank you to Wendell sure. Carter Jr. Um, 
throw Gafford in there. You got you got a center that can rebound, play defense. Kuzma, it's a great third option. He's not your first option. He's not your second option. Mm-hmm. But you can throw him in there with the bench units, and you can you can let him fuck around and be the first option for a little bit. Yeah. Then you bring Luca and Kyrie back in. Then he he's in the corner. He's cutting. He's he's doing different offensive things, and he's a bigger body that can also rebound that the Dallas Mavericks need desperately. So I, I Kyle don't Kuzma, hate that. Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford for Tim Hardaway Jr., Grant Williams, Josh Green, and a first round pick. Hmm. Who says no? Right. That's a lot. It's a lot that goes to Washington and everyone's under contract. So maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they want more expirings. We don't have that. So mm-hmm. take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. The, if there's one thing about Mark Cuban, he's going to try and keep any core good or bad. And yeah, till, till death does them apart. And with Mark Cuban out, uh, is, is, is there executive changes next year? I don't know what's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The Mavs are, I'm not saying the Mavs are in limbo, but this is a bad time to be in limbo when you have a top three, if not the best player on the planet right now. You you can't do that. It's, it's the Hornets LaMelo ball situation times 50. You know what I mean? Like LaMelo ball can sit and rot and lose, but Luka Doncic, no, he can't do that. He can, he he can't even afford a year anymore. I mean, we need it. It's almost Western conference finals or bust. I mean, even if you're a five or six seed, you know, mm. due to injuries, you know, Derek Lively being out, Luca being out every once in a while, very rarely, every once in a while, Kyrie being out somewhat often, pretty often. Yeah, uh, thanks to LeBron. Mm. That one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I would love to say that I like your Daniel Gafford situation, but you're being I want, him to, I want him to be a rocket more than I want you're him being to be a very selfish player. right now. Uh, if not Gafford, then Drummond for me. Maybe right. you can take Gafford if I can just put uh Denny Ad Ad via. Oh, Ad- Denny Advia, yeah. yeah, yeah, Ad via. Yeah. yeah, you throw him in there. I'm okay. Okay, okay. You know he's he, he's got he's to this day he's got great upside, and I think that once he turns a corner, maybe gets on a better team. You put those put those white Europeans to the test. Luka Doncic, Denny Advia. Hey, I like that. I like nothing that. says Dallas Mavericks more than white European dudes. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, you're out, you're out of left field take you had the other day. Of course, I'm sure it was a little, little jokey, but I know you wanted this to happen. Nikola Jokic being a Dallas Maverick at some point. Sure. Our best friends. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And Jokic, you can, I know you probably have horses in Denver, but it's warmer. It's warmer down here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. More of like a vacation retirement spot. So for your last like 10 years of your career, you just come on down here. Last 10. The rest but, of his career, basically, is what you're saying. I'm just saying, Jokic, <laughs> we have plenty of horse stables here in Dallas, Texas. Right, plenty right. Plenty of land. I'm sure Mark Cuban would love to give you Mustang, Texas, the city that he bought. Oh, yeah. And just lend you all of the land, put it in your contract. Maybe he'll buy you a few horses. He just got an extra $3.5 billion. Maybe he's more liable to give you some things. I don't know. I'm just saying, Jokic, sure. it's, it's great down here. Sure, it, sure. Denver, Dallas, it's like the same thing, but not at all. And you get to play with your best friend Luca. Yeah, Just there you go. There, there's, there's the, the not this the last is the boat. banana boat, but it's the uh, Eastern European boat. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The, 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 the ship to Ireland during the potato famine. There you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anything offensive, so I'm, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, what can I reference that's not bad? Uh, well, anything. So I'm just potato gonna stop. Potato famine killed people, but anyway, yeah, anyway, that's fine. Uh, I'll go. I'll give you my second trade, and of course, you know, I had to go straight Rockets ball here. Um, Obviously, there is going to be some draft picks involved. I'll get to it. Here we go. 
Jock Landell, uh, mm-hmm. greatest backup center in the league, a uh, man who can really give you it uh, all. He can give you everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And our man Jay Sean Tate for Isaiah Hartenstein and Quentin Grimes with, yeah. with, with, with a protected first round pick in a couple okay. seconds. I'm thinking 2024 Brooklyn, maybe. Maybe let's say top eight or if not top 10 protected. Okay. Uh, along with some second rounders, uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see that kind of situation develop. Back, you know, we, we the Rockets gave up on Hardenstein uh, when he was 21, and kind of led me to you know look look deeper into it. People have been talking about Jalen Green today on Twitter, and they're like, he's only 21. Why would you give up on this guy? And I was like, I thought about it. I was like, maybe I have been too hard on Jalen Green. And of course, if he, if Jalen Green wasn't playing good the past four games, playing well the past four games, I'd still be dogging him. But neither here nor there. Isaiah Hartenstein has clearly moved into a perfect backup big center position. Uh, he can give you almost 10 and 10 every night. I would love to see him kind of flourish in that role, you know, not take too much time away from Shangoon or Whitmore or, or excuse me, just Whitmore and Thompson. That's why I kind of was hesitant on wanting a shooting guard or a, a small forward. But Quentin Grimes coming off that bench, giving you 12, 13 a night. That's, you know, you're, you're essentially cutting all the minutes from Reggie Bullock, you know, who's on a one-year, $11 million contract, which is insanity to me. Uh, throw him in that trade, too. Uh, spice it up for the Knicks. You know, give him, give him something to, to ride home about. Uh, I'm sure Reggie Bullock would love to be in New York instead of Houston as a young, rich uh, basketball player. It would be, be great. But I would just love to see Quentin Grimes back home. You know, Houston guy through and through, U of H, uh, that – that uh, Final Four run, I think he was on that team, uh, Michigan, or I might be a year off, but that Jordan Poole buzzer, that Jordan Poole buzzer beater, still, I, I rewatched that the other day. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, "Fuck, still sucks, still sucks." Um, yeah, man, I would love to see Isaiah Hartenstein mate. Um, and I'm, and it's weird because you know I, I love Quentin Grimes. I, I, I don't know if he's really had the most time to really explore himself, explore what he can and can't do in New York. I mean, he's getting. Every time I see him play, it's like he's in and out. He's in and out of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he he plays for maybe ten minutes, and I'm not saying he get much more playing time in Houston, but you can kind of get a better idea of what's going on by by not having you know Julius Randle, OG Ananobi, you know, kind of holding you back. And I'm not saying that the Knicks are a shitty team by any means. They're they are I think what are eight and two in their last ten. We'll we'll get to them later. But I'm loving what I'm seeing in New York. I don't think that they'd break it up, but in a perfect situation. You know, maybe get some extra draft capital from for some of your bench pieces. Maybe use that draft capital to re up and get maybe not a star, but a Kyle Kuzma type player to really give you that playoff push. I don't, I don't want to sit here and say who says no because clearly I would love if the Rockets can make this happen, but who says no? You know, I know who says no. It's no. the New York Knicks. They're not trading Hardenstein. I they know. won't do it because no Mitchell Robinson until probably April. I would assume. Like the end of the last two weeks of the regular season, that's probably when uh, Mitchell Robinson will be back. Um, they don't really have backup centers. Hartenstein's really good. Obviously, OG, a little bit banged up. And now Julius Randle is out for three weeks, probably with a dislocated shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can get Quentin Grimes just for Jay Sean Tate. No picks, no nothing. Yeah. I think you just do a one for one swap. I think oh. Jay Sean Tate fills uh, a need for Tibbs. As a new punching bag, a, a guy that can just he can throw out there and yeah. <laughs> just run into the ground if he wants to on the there bench mats, and he doesn't like Quentin Grimes. So Quentin Grimes is not a cultural fit with the New York Knicks allegedly, 
the cultural fit means that you're willing to play like 50 minutes a game and do all of the things that Tom Thibodeau loves and die. It takes a very special player to do that. Obviously, yeah. OG Ananobi is like the perfect quintessential fit for Tibbs. He is Luau Deng 2.0, but better. Um, so it just takes a special person, and Grimes hasn't fit into that culture, hasn't fit into that team. I think the teammates like him, but he doesn't fit Tibbs' motto, and uh, that's the reason he's he's on his way out in some way, shape, or form, according right. to Nick's Twitter, according to some some people that I'm, I'm friends with. Uh, that's kind of the vibe. So you could have Quentin Grimes for Jay Sean Tate, I bet. I bet uh, you can get that one. Perfect scenario, absolutely. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, you know, he – when I saw him hit the step back three or attempt the step back three, uh, late in crunch time against Brooklyn in Brooklyn, uh, I'll leave it at that. That that that, that yeah. was a lot for me there to handle. Go. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, I got one more trade for you, please. I was a little biased. I did another Mavericks trade. Shocker. <laughs> um, Golden State Warriors, welcome to the trade machine. You are. Uh, no stranger to this one. Rashawn Holmes, Max Kleba. Welcome to San Francisco slash the Bay Area slash Oakland slash wherever they play now because I don't really know where Oracle yeah. is. Um, Andrew Wiggins. Welcome to Dallas. Mm, there it is. Talk to me. No, no picks involved. Um, Wiggins is a dried up asset and they are rumored to be trying to attach picks to Andrew Wiggins to get rid of him. Mm. Mm. Let me, I'll just take them off your hands. If you just take these two contracts that aren't that great and players that don't play, I mean, Max, he's been fine. Rashawn Holmes was like really good for a solid uh, 12 minutes tonight. You can have him. Sure. You can just have him. He's got a player option for next year. It's like 12 million. I'm sure you can afford it. Max, a Kleeper. He's got like, Two more years after this, maybe three. I can't remember what it is. Like thirteen million, but you can afford that. Maxi actually kind of fits your system. Defensive stretch five that can shoot threes. Oh yeah, there that it is. fits. That fits with Golden State. Maxi, you'll love it. You'll love California. It's sometimes warm in San Francisco. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, think- but Andrew Wiggins change of scenery. It it is uh, run his course in Golden State. I think that's what Andrew Wiggins is. He gives you like two seasons you're like wow Andrew Wiggins this guy's fucking awesome and then the third season or the fourth season it's over it's just like I can't believe how bad this guy is or why does this guy not care at all Andrew Wiggins you just need to change the scenery let's just get you to Dallas for the next two years and then we'll try to trade you off once you give up on us too but we need wing defender we need someone that can create on offense outside of Luka and Kyrie there isn't really like Josh Green is supposed to be that guy but Josh Green isn't that guy yet Wiggins, we saw you do it in the finals. You were like arguably the best player on the court in those 2022 finals. It's half the reason you won the finals. Andrew Wiggins, you were really good that time. So just do that again, but in Dallas. No first round picks. I think who says no? Wow. Wow. I'm I'm in a in a in a way I'm shocked because, you know, I think Andrew Wiggins still does deserve at least a first round pick back. I know he hasn't been playing great this year, and maybe he is kind of, I don't want to say washed, because he could be a great third option. He could be a great second option in some cities, some are saying. Uh, but put him in Dallas? I, I don't hate that. I, I like your third option. I, we all we, we kind of went three trades, three third options. You know, I, I like how our brains just work. That's um, kind of what we're left with. There's no, no at this point. Available anymore. Yeah. At this point, I, I, 
I feel like the only thing, though, I, I feel like it might take Tim Hardaway to get Andrew Wiggins. Okay. I'm fine it, with that. It might be a one-for-one one kind of situation, and I don't really see you getting much or any draft capital back. And I just hope that something can work out for the both of us to where we're not left stranded like, fuck, the Rock- in the Rockets' case, fuck, we're a playing team. And we could totally be in, you know, seven, eight seed, maybe uh, if we get that, you know, better either bench piece or, you know, maybe even a starter caliber player. But same for you, if you, you know, even if you guys don't end up being a five seed or above, you know, you're gonna kind of be looking at that trade deadline like, damn, we should have did, we we, we should have done something. And you know, I I think these are all pretty realistic. I mean, my Mikhail Bridges one is kind of insane, but um, everything other than that, I'm I I. I don't necessarily see happening, but I can see the fit and I can see it making sense as long as it makes yeah. sense for both sides, you know? Yeah. Trade machine's fun. You can get lost and make some, I've seen like 16 trade machine things that people are putting out on Twitter. And then there's like 20 players and a bajillion picks involved. It's straight chaos and I can't keep up and yeah. I can't do those. I'm, I'm a two team kind of guy. Sometimes a three, if it doesn't work out like the first time, and then I'll add a third team to see if I can, switch some money around and get, and get cooking with that. Uh, trade machine is always fun. So that was our trade machine segment for trades this week. Trade deadline is next week, next Thursday. Maybe we'll do a little live reaction and we'll do some videos. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Trade deadline. It's going to be fun. Um, before we go, let's talk about the Knicks. The Knicks were 17 and 15 before they made the OG trade for OG Ananobi. They traded RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. I, I reacted poorly to it. I was like, I don't, I don't see the the value in this trade. Like, oh, geez, a really good defender, but like hasn't been that good this year. He's not been very good on offense. Like, you're getting rid of Emmanuel quickly, who's six man of the year quality. Like, RJ's just been okay this year, but you kind of need RJ to play defense and and be that fourth guy on the on the uh, the court that can score. You just needed that. They are now 31 and 17 since making the trade. Um, obviously OG missed the game the other day with like elbow inflammation and now Julius Randall's out for a few weeks with a dislocated right shoulder, but 17 and 15 to 31 and 17 is just an incredible run that they're on after making a trade, like cultural fit play style fit on the court. Like he looks great. in a number eight New York Knicks uniform, like he is tips is wet dream. It yeah. literally is fit like a glove. Yeah. Yeah. Like OJ's glove. I, I have a funny little anecdote to mention since you talked about OJ. I was at a uh, little church thrift store today, uh, and I randomly saw the If I Did It hardcover, which I have never seen it in person yet. And I kind of, you know, halfway re- reached around. I wish, dude, I, I would have grabbed that so quick. I kind of <laughs> halfway reached around the woman's uh, shoulder. I, she had plenty of space between me, about two or three feet. But I kind of grabbed it over, you know, used my 601, 300-pound frame, grabbed sure. it held it she saw me grab it kind of turned around and i was like hey you seen this you seen this This is a crazy book huh and (laughs) i just i grab it i start kind of flipping through it she's like is that is that oj and i was like yeah he did a like a biography style kind of Mm -hmm. recollection or whatever you want to call it and uh a nice little chuckle about it uh she uh she might have thought i was a psycho uh but i i she asked me she was like you gonna buy that i was like no but I kind of wish that I did because that would have been a really nice uh, little bit to keep up in the in the thrift store, scaring an old woman for no reason. Uh, it happens. So yeah, that was that was yeah that was my day today. Thank you, thank you for asking. <laughs> That's good. It's good. 
fun stuff. But yeah, the Knicks are awesome. Um, I hope Joyce Randall gets back soon because they're incredible. Maybe they make the trade for Mikael Bridges because they have, I think they have eight first round picks that they can trade right now. Wow. Um, that, that could get it done. Yeah. Easily. Eight of them. <laughs> oh, eight. God. No. Um, but then you get the Nova Knicks. Like super, they become the supernova Knicks. Is the supernova Knicks, yes, yes. Yeah, Brunson, uh, Josh Hart, Dante Divincenzo, Mikael Bridges. The the gang's all there. You know, Ooh, that'd be perfect. can you imagine yeah. Mitchell Robinson, Mikael Bridges, Julius Randall, whoever they or OG and Jalen Brunson? Like you don't Ooh. even have to worry about Jalen Brunson's defense in the postseason at that point. Yeah, you're fifty-eight fine. wins right there, baby. Full season, fifty-eight wins. Book it. Knicks are so back, dude. Oh, dude, I love They're it. So Anytime the Knicks are good, that it 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 it's good for life, not just the NBA, not just basketball. It, life around you just feels better. And I was in New York during one of their playoff, the only playoffs here. Am I? When when did this happen? Twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, twenty twenty one. I went to the Hawks Knicks game in Atlanta, game three, Ooh. I believe. Yeah, that 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 was popping. The city was popping. I was in Brooklyn too, and it was still popping. It was crazy. Uh, Star City. I love yeah that they owned Barclays Center the other night, but I love seeing New York good again, and I really think that if they kind of continue to stay in this mode, you Tibbs might have a case for Coach of the Year, which is a crazy thought. I I I don't know how that would work. He would probably have to get at least fifty five wins, if not that's a Missoula situation. Chris get a top three situation. Yeah, if if they get a top three seed, at which God willing, I'd love to see it. Uh, Tibbs Tibbs got a case on his hands. He's got a case. Uh, Just the yeah. way that Tibbs was smiling in that uh, post-game interview. Oh, yeah. A few games ago. He's just in there grinning. He's like, like he's I'm right. Villain. Yep, in, yep. In a, in a TV show or a movie or something like He's walking in. He's like, I did the thing that no one else <laughs> thought they, they could do. Look at this. Look at, Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Nick, the 17 and 15. And now they're 31 and 17. I, I don't wow. know if they're playing tonight. It's Wednesday, January 31st. 9.25 p.m. now. So if they play tonight, apologies. I didn't update the, the record. But, yeah, the Knicks are awesome. Uh, last thing before we go, Nuggets come back and beat the Bucks the other night in Doc Rivers' first game as a head coach. They had like a 15, 20-point lead like at, in the second quarter, just killing the Nuggets, and Jokic comes all the way back and beats them. Hilarious. Yep. Welcome back, Doc. Can't, can't make this stuff up. Can't. Uh, no. Doc, Doc being in that situation uh, – you know, like we said, Giannis blowing a three-one lead—that would, that would, that would feed families. It would feed families. It's coming. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't got. I don't have much on this, but Doc Rivers halfway congratulating himself. I'm, did you see the post-game presser? He halfway congratulated himself and was being weird. Uh, I don't. I don't know why Doc Rivers is still coaching. Uh, Especially, didn't say I, I didn't. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I, I situation. maybe maybe one of the. I think he said I wouldn't oh. wish this on anyone coming in in the halfway yeah. through the season and yeah, yeah, yeah. coach two all star starters, one who happens to be a top four player in the world. Like shame. your buddy, you are. Imagine, imagine how JB Bickerstaff felt taking over for Kevin McHale and James Harden being the sole reason why the Rockets were even touching ninety points again in one game. Yep. Imagine how he felt, Doc. You, you that that is one of the more out of touch, and I'm, I'm glad you reminded me about this because I don't know why I was drawing a blank earlier. But Doc Rivers is in one of the best possible situations. I, of course, I 
I actually kind of liked him uh, in the media. I I don't I don't know if people hated him or I not. I, his I, voice. I didn't. I, I love his little like froggy like silly voice, I, I, but I hate Patrick Mahomes' voice. I and I, I don't know. Maybe I still you have just like don't like the higher pitch version of it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think, it, but I think that's like personal hatred because the twenty the twenty four zero comeback they had, and yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I just I love the fact that Doc is kind of in the situation still outwardly being like, oh, this sucks, man. Fuck me, like. People would kill to be in your position, man. Any, any, any assistant coach you put, you put Tiago Splitter, uh, coaching that team, man. Like, even Tiago could lead him to fifty-five wins. Like you're good, Doc. Just fucking execute. It's not that hard. Well, yeah, they it is weren't even hard. getting coached, and they were thirty and thirteen. So <sighs> I know how hard could it be, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And that has been zero gravity. Apollo Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. Go check them out. They've got 13 locations in the Houston area. They're opening their 14th very soon. So go check out Big City Wings at bigcitywings.com. You can order online. You can go and get some takeout. You can go there and watch. Um, any football, any basketball, um, they've got it all there. And thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check out celebritymint.com and see their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more. They're awesome. They've got these graded coins cards all of the above um they they brought by the uh the original rocky robe to the office the other day last week what the one that sylvester stallone wore and in the rocky movies so we had that and we did a little promo shoot for our tiktok so go check out apollo hou on socials youtube hit the subscribe button wherever you're at go see their rocky robe thank you to celebrity meant for bringing that by last week also the willy wonka original ticket from the johnny depp movie was there uh, pretty cool. Wow. So wow. check out our pop culture. I think that's Watch with Apollo on TikTok. And then Apollo HOU is our sports TikTok. But hit the subscribe button. Thank you to Celebrity Mint. Thank you to Big City Wings for sponsoring this episode. It's been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast.